0: Hey Church, Pastor Mike, welcome to my 7-Minute Almost Daily podcast where we're trying to do three things. One, be helpful to you. Two, be the best church we can possibly be right now. And three, discover the future church our city needs us to be. Come on along. Trying to figure out how to re-church. Hey, church, welcome to the podcast. Hope your Labor Day weekend was in the vicinity of what you hoped it would be. I know for many of you, it was not. And for a few of you, it was painful. We suffered loss, tremendous loss. I know three friends personally that lost their moms all this weekend. And my heart, our hearts go out to you. I'm terribly, terribly sorry. One of the things that is uh, common for the Smith House over Labor Day weekend is the U.S. Open. Don't know if you follow tennis. My wife is an exceptional tennis player. I get along okay. We like watching tennis together on TV. And something extraordinary happened. One of the top-seeded players, maybe one of the history's uh, most successful players, was defaulted in the middle of a match. Expelled, as it were, from the tournament because he broke a rule. And in that moment, I thought to myself, how wonderful would it be if not only in sports, but in society in general, there was clarity of what was right and what was wrong. And there was common agreement. And the consequences were as clear and swift. How incredible would that be for our society? Imagine if on social media, somebody lied and they defaulted. They weren't allowed to be on social media for a month. What if a politician crossed the line? What if a preacher crossed the line? And we all agreed, no, that's wrong. You can't do that. You default. It it, it makes sense, doesn't it? I'm so concerned about how sloppy we've become. What happened was uh, he, he basically just out of frustration uh tossed the ball into the air and just smacked it toward the back fence as he was walking off to his to his seat to take a break. And he wouldn't even look behind me, just hit it. What are the odds of striking a line judge? But he did in the throat. She she went to her knees and and needed assistance to to get off the court and and then needed to be attended to. Now he was immediately apologetic and I, I have no reason to doubt his sincerity. He didn't mean to hit her. But it's it's clear right in the rule books. If you lose control of your equipment or uh, the ball that you are responsible for, and and it strikes a person, you're done. You default. Now he argued, which I don't blame him for that either. But the 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 the, the court judge uh, was, his hands were tied. It's like no, it's a rule, and nobody argued with it. His teammates didn't argue with it. Ultimately, he didn't argue with it. His, his fans didn't argue with it. His opponents didn't argue with it. Just a rule. And he responded by saying, and again, I don't, I can't see into the guy's heart, whether this is sincere or not, but he apologized and he said this, he said, all I can really do is allow it to make me into a better tennis player and a better person. Right? I think we failed to realize That suffering the consequences of our wrongful behavior, whether it's accident or intentional, is what builds character. A lack of consequences, the lack of clarity, the lack of accountability in the world, it feels nice on one level. Like, oh, it's so graceful. It's just so merciful. It's so, you know, it's like, you know, we we let people, but basically in the long run, it's just, shortchanging that person's character development and leading to greater destruction in the future. That's the basic way things go, right? If you don't correct wrong behavior, you keep doing wrong behavior in greater and greater magnitudes. And then eventually consequences catch up with you. As we think about re we think about becoming better as a church. I think one of the things we have to consider, one of the things we have to be committed to is remaining an entity within our culture that is courageous enough to call ourselves out when we're wrong, to be humble enough to admit it when we are called out and allow that to develop us. For Christians or churches, for that matter, to sweep things under the rug, to to um, uh, fall prey to the idea that because we're Christians, because we are representative of a church, that we have to appear perfect, is not the way forward. That that doesn't give us an opportunity to um, share or explain or exhibit the gospel. No, we've, we've got to be willing to live in the truth and suffer the consequences when they're necessary. Wouldn't it be great, just like in that tennis match, that kind of clarity exists, that kind of consequence exists, that kind of courage and that kind of character development could happen. It would lead our culture down a path of flourishing rather than a continued moral spiral downward. I think that's our challenge, to contribute that kind of stuff to our culture as we re-church.